Yes, it's a podcast, X and Eddie Ray, a.k.a. Eddie Spaghetti, a.k.a. Lou Linguini, a.k.a. Penne Hideaway. I hope everybody had a good Christmas. Yes, Robbie Gold just missed the kick. I am still in it. <laughs> but anyways, I see to the drop. Let me tell you a little story about my homeboy, Ed. Used to drink every day, straight 40 to the head. <laughs> so Robbie Gold, I'm watching the 49ers Cardinals game live. Saturday night. I got your picks for Sunday and Monday, but I took in a teaser. Okay, listen to this. When I tell you, when I tell you, the Arizona Cardinals are at home versus the 49ers. 49ers, yeah, Kittle's back, but they're hurt by the injury bug. They got C.J. Bethard as their fucking third-string quarterback starting. Yeah, he was Kittle's quarterback in college, but still. You automatically just see that without even knowing who's hurt or what the situation is, and you'd think the Cardinals are going to take it, right? Wrong. As Kyler... Nice, nice. Okay, Larry Fitz showing his youth right now. But I took in a teaser, all right? I took the Cardinals and a pick'em. They were minus six for the game. And then the over-under was 46 and a half. And I got at 42 and a half. So I picked the over... And then I picked the Cardinals and the Pick'em. Dude, it's 20 to 12. 49ers leading. 56 seconds left. Second and six at like the 35, maybe. What the fuck is going on? CJ Bethard, go. If you don't get your third string fucking cheap humping ass out of here, dude, you have nothing to prove. You're never going to be more than a second string quarterback. What the fuck are you doing? Fucking up everybody's money. Like, dude, just relax. Robbie Gold missed two field goals in a row. In a row, like that should say something. Kyler Murray, like, what are you doing, you short ass fucking? Oh, dude, I'm so pissed right now. This is gonna put a dent into my gambling week. Last week, if you guys know, I did not have a great week because I went against my number one rule, which is whatever bets I have on this show, I have to take them because whenever I swear to God, all season long. Whenever I don't take the bets that I put on the podcast, I fucking lose. Every time. Every time. If I change my mind last second, like, always go with the gut feeling. Like, if you're doing, like, a multiple choice test on MCAS, whatever your state, high school, passes to graduate um, test is, you always go with the gut instinct on a multiple choice. And it's kind of like that in gambling. And I'm so pissed right now. Kyler Murray better show why he's number one pick. He's, he's going to drive down the field with no timeouts. Like the 49ers are 5-9. You have no business giving an 8-6 Cardinals team a game. <sighs> I, was, I was in great spirits. I still am. Larry Fitzgerald caught on the own 40 times winding down. Kyler better spike this bitch <laughs> like Gronkowski. So, all right, let's get into this. Enough about me rambling. My first pick of the week. Chargers, minus three at Denver at mile high. Do I love it? Yes. Both teams, 5-9, and nine, nothing to play for. My guy, Justin Herbert, the pervert, you know what I mean? He's my pick for Rookie of the Year. He's had great numbers. Like his last, let's see, his last last week versus the Raiders, who are a playoff team, threw for 314, a couple TDs, carried it four times for a touchdown. He's, he's been stupendous as a rookie. Uh, one of my favorite rookie quarterbacks is Christian Kirk. Just fucking stumbled over his own feet like a sod. I'm so mad. I'm never recording during a game right now. My real emotions about to come out. 
but I'm actually really excited to watch this Chargers Broncos game because it's like, in my opinion, probably maybe three of the top six rookie of the year candidates. You got Jerry Judy, who definitely I he was like out of the top five receivers picked, he was definitely my favorite. I love 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 C D Lamb. But you know what I mean, with Dak being down. I mean the Red Rockets been pretty fucking solid actually. As they make a push towards these last couple of weeks, but C D would have had an amazing year had Dak not gotten hurt. Uh who else we got in here? Yeah. Um Joe Burrow also could have made a run if he didn't get hurt. He's someone Sproul was saying he's gonna be out for like two years. That's fucking insane, dude. And did they really just turn over on downs it? Oh, I'm so pissed. I'm so pissed. But anyways, now that that's over. Um oh, if you guys listen to week one of six solid picks for like my season long bets. I had Zach fucking Moss. What the hell was I thinking? I thought I heard there was like, like rumblings in camp with the Bills that they just weren't getting along with Singletary, and they had such high hopes when they drafted Moss. Singletary didn't like that, so I thought he was gonna get benched. But we already knew the Bills were gonna take the East, AFC East. But I thought, I thought Moss was gonna have a hell of a year. He had a couple good weeks, nothing crazy, but. Other than that, and then for the defensive player of the year, you already know Chase Young's going to get that. He's already, like, I wonder if any, any rookies have ever made the Pro Bowl because Chase Young could be the first one that was, ah, that might have been passing interference. Kyler Murray, I don't know. What do you guys think about Kyler Murray? Re- leave a comment wherever you're listening. I, so I think he's overrated, man. He just, he's too short. He can't see over the, um, the lineman. And, like, I'm watching him throw bombs, and he just, like, Hucks it up. Like, you ever played, like, base, like Little League Baseball and you in the outfield playing catch and you kind of throw each other like pop flies? That's how he throws a fucking football. He's really pissed me off this game, to say the least. So I wonder, as I look in the standings, the Cardinals going to be out of it? The Cardinals are third in the NFC West. Eight and six will be eight and seven. Seahawks clinch 10-4, and, and then the Rams are in the middle at 9-5. I think the Rams have a tough matchup this weekend. I don't have the schedule in front of me, but um, one thing is for sure, Arizona, after this loss, is going to be 4-4 at home. So they don't even deserve to be in the playoffs. If you can't, if you can't be above 500 at home, you, you're fucking you're trash. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. So back to this Chargers-Broncos game. Drew Locke, straight ass streaks, dude. I mean, I always lose when I when I bet against the Broncos for some reason. It's just how, like, shit works out. But they are, uh, like, you would think John Elway, who's one of the best quarterbacks to ever play the position, would be, like, the perfect, like, quarterback whisperer. I mean, it's kind of the same thing with, like, Michael Jordan being, like, the owner of the Charlotte Hornets. Like, John Elway, like, Hall of Fame quarterback, shitty GM and owner. Michael Jordan, Hall of Fame, if not GOAT of the NBA, shitty GM and owner. I mean, I think I actually kind of contradict myself. I just actually picked the Hornets to make the playoffs coming out of the East. They're, like, plus 400. Throw a couple bucks on them, you know what I mean? 100 bucks at your 400 bucks. But, yeah, divisional games, you never know. I feel like divisional games, it's always a away team that usually comes away on top. It's going to be a close game. I didn't do the over-under because I was a little bit scared 
to be completely honest with you, but I'm going with Herbert. Herbert's got to finish the season strong, and he knows that. And they have something to play for. The Broncos don't. So, charges by a field goal. Bet number two, I'm picking the Washington football team, minus one versus the Panthers. The game is in D.C. The Redskins have allowed the fourth lowest points in the NFL, which is 295, I believe. And then Miami leads it with 257 points allowed. Miami with the sneaky D, man. I don't think anyone thought they were going to be a top five defensive team this whole year. They, they've they definitely shown up. They don't have, like, the, the names. I mean, they got Kyle Van Noy from the Patriots this offseason. But they don't have, like, Richard Sherman or, you know what I mean, Vaughn Miller. Just uh, just to name, like, a few, like, you know what I mean, studs. They don't have any studs. I just, they have, like, that destination for free agents. Like, everyone wants to be in Miami. Coke and hookers, you know what I mean? And mansions by the water on jet skis. Like, who doesn't want that? Especially, like, that's where all the, like, the rappers are going to. Like, I'm, I'm expecting a lot of big names to go to Miami this year. I think the Bills might do all right this offseason, too. So, also, I just got text. James Harden put in the Celtics as one of his top destinations for trades. Don't love it. Also, moving forward, too, once this football season's over, I believe me and Sproul are going to try and do some NBA picks. I don't know exactly how we're going to do it or what the format's going to be, but because I think, like, some sites will give you lines a couple days ahead. So, moving forward, if you like gambling on basketball, you have to listen, like, the day it comes out. So, we'll see how that goes moving forward, but I'm actually, I'm kind of surprised the spreads is low, just the minus one, you know, as I look at the standings right now, see it's tricky with gambling this time of year, like teams want that high draft pick, or they want to, you know what I mean, they're trying, they're really trying to get into the playoffs, so it's going to be tough, like I said, it's my first full season gambling on football, so I'm kind of inexperienced with these last couple weeks. So, Panthers 4-10. and 10. Redskins are in first place. NFC East at 6-8, and eight, which is fucking terrible. They're also sub-500 at home and away. But the 3-2 and two versus the defense. I think, like, James Winston would have been a fantastic, fan-fucking-tastic addition to this team if they got him. Or even, I could see, like, Nick Foles, like, excelling with them as well next season. But... I think they're going to draft another quarterback, Dwayne Haskins, who they hate. They tried trading him to the Bears, which is why I said the Foles name. But, oh, no, wow, I just got literally just got a notification. Alex Smith, questionable, but he took the majority of the snaps on Friday. So Dwayne, the great Dan Haskins, could be in position to start. I think he'll probably start. I don't think they will risk Smith hurting himself. So, I don't, I mean, especially going forward. So, you could see Dwayne Haskins, who I like better than Alex Smith, to be honest with you. I love the story of Alex Smith. But Haskins, with the right team, dude, like I always said, he'd be great in, like, Atlanta once Matty Ryan's done. So, we'll see what happens. Shit. And now Terry McLaurin is now doubtful. So, that, that okay, so that's maybe, maybe why. I literally just got these lines. That's maybe why it's down to minus one. But, you know, I mean, they got Sims. I, I don't hate it, dude. I don't hate it. Logan Thomas has been going off at tight end lately. So I'm going to keep the pick. As we get this breaking news, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to keep the pick. You know what I mean? Teddy Bridgewater hasn't thrown for over two touchdowns all season. 
you need to come with some heat to go against this Redskins defense. You know, I mean, CMC is going to be out, obviously. So Mike Davis, he'll yeah, he'll catch a couple passes, but he, he's not going to run anywhere. He's going to run against a brick wall is what he's going to do. So I think it might be a nail-biter, to be honest with you. Again, I don't know the over-under. I'm just not convinced that Bridgewater and the Panthers are determined to get a dub. It's going to be whoever wants it more, and I, I think Washington really needs his win to solidify themselves in the playoffs because if the Cowboys lose, they're out. Giants lose. I mean, I think statistically the Eagles have a chance, but they're 4-9-1. and one. I highly doubt that. So, D.C. minus one. What's the next pick? All right, next pick we have. This is also the lock. Remember, when I'm by myself doing these picks, it's just going to be the three. I don't have Sproul to do the other three for me. I should have texted him, see if he had any any locks for this week. But my lock is not a spread, not a money line. It's an over-under. I've been crushing these lately, so take my word for it. Also, dude, I love, I'm in love with teasing over-unders. That's like my shit, dude. If you can add four or six to a total, like why, especially if you're going to go with the under, it's a no-brainer if you can tease two unders. You know what I mean? Add those extra points, which is literally critical every time I take the under and I tease it. So I'm doing Bengals at the Texans, under 46, and that's the lock of the week. Both teams are the playoffs, nothing to play for. Life sucks for them right now. Bengals, as of right now, the third pick in the draft. You, you you can't. If you're the third pick, unless you're the fucking Jets from last week, why they won that game, I have no idea. And now they're at least, I think, the second pick. And you know what's funny is that the, the Jets are such a fucking joke, too, and Adam Gaze. Adam Gaze probably wanted one win to say he wasn't going to be winless. I hope he gets the fuck out of here. Is the AFC East is going to be... It's going to be a free-for-all next year. It's going to be so tight, I guarantee it. It's going to be like the NFC East, but like the opposite. Instead of every team sucking in the division, every team is going to be nasty. I think Patriots will make some moves, do what they have to do. So, yeah, I think I think the Bengals are trying to lose. Texans are 4-10. They're tied with Atlanta and Carolina. Also one behind the Eagles. So it's whoever, whatever team wants the higher pick. That's why I'm not touching it on the spread or the money line. I think it's going to be low scoring, no offense, run the ball, all game type of game. I, I believe Mixon's still hurt. So Gio Bernard, a.k.a. Young Porn Stash, will be, you know what I mean? He'll, he'll, I think Bernard would have a great game, actually, because he, you know, I don't know his contract status, but he... He needs to get a role. He's, you know what I mean? He's not going to split carries with Mixon ever. So if a team, you know what I mean, likes him, say someone gets hurt, trades for him next season or in the offseason, I like that. Deshaun, the Don, Watson, he'll I, – I just – I don't think anyone wants to win the game. I think they're all going to tank. I mean, I could – if I had to pick a money line winner, I would go with the Texans. I feel like Deshaun's too much of a winner and – a competitor that he won't just, you know what I mean? He won't like bomb passes and shit. So I would, if you're going to pick on this, the spread is minus seven Texans. <sighs> I would, I would pick minus seven Texans actually. He's only, uh, Watson also, Tank Watson 
only has three touchdown passes in his last three games. So keep that in keep that in mind too if you're picking the minus seven on the Texans. Um, like I said, he's too much of a competitor. The receiving cause there. Uh, so I'll see what happens with Will F- uh, Fuller. Now that I think about it, but we'll see what happens. So quick episode Saturday night. Happy Sunday if you're listening to this tomorrow. It's a podcast section about Eddie Ray. <laughs> Have a good New Year's. If I don't talk to you, when's New Year's? Friday? We'll probably do another episode by New Year's, so we'll see you guys this week. It's free!